You are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast. Everything San Antonio Spurs basketball. You can find it all at eavesdropstudios.com. Thank you for listening. Big game, big game versus Boston. Huge game. It's going to be a game to remember. It's more than just a box score and another win in the win column for us in San Antonio. We're going to talk more about it. And also, Kawhi Leonard comes back to town tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow is the day that we've been thinking about since... Well, shoot, man. Last season. When's the last time we actually got to see this guy play on our home court? It's been a while. It's been a while. What does it mean to you? I'll tell you what it means to me. I'll tell you what the general consensus is across Twitter and all that stuff about Kawhi. I mean, it's not a mystery. I think y'all know. We'll get into that and more. But first, Saranova, go ahead and drop that beat, son. Boston game was a tale of two halves, don't you think? Completely polar opposites in the way we came out in the first and second quarter versus the way we came out in the third quarter, that crazy third quarter, and then the fourth quarter as well. Guys, that's the Boston Celtics. That's one of the top three teams in the East, right? And and Kyrie Irving, everyone talks about their lineups. Kyrie Irving, uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh... Uh, who's 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 uh, uh, Gordon, and then Al Horford at the five. That's a lineup that I just kept hearing about all summer long. But that was not the lineup to me that took over the game last night, especially that third quarter. So let's talk about that lineup. Let's talk about that third quarter. That forty-six point third quarter. That's amazing. These guys just, you know, it it just amazes me how every year you can put as much doubt on the Spurs and they always just come through and just playing. They when whenever they all buy into the system, all the players doesn't matter who they are, what big three we have, or who's on the floor. If they're bought into the system, that's when you start seeing basketball change in San Antonio. That's when the players start to believe. That's when you start seeing win streaks. That's when you start seeing us blow out teams more often. And I would say December has been that. December has been the month 
that we have just kind of stepped it up. We've lost some big games. We lost two or three games uh, against good teams, and then one to the Bulls, and we won't talk about that one. But uh, December was a very good month for us, and I think the very last day of December was the cherry on top to what a, a great month of basketball for San Antonio. So it was Brent Forbes, Derek White, DeMar DeRozan, and LaMarcus Aldridge. All right. Those were the four key players in that lineup. Then they kind of just rotated in Davis Bertans, Jakob Podol, Marco Bellinelli, you know, uh, in for Brent Forbes or, or whoever was in that fifth spot in the lineup. And whoo, they tore it up. So Derek White finished with 11 points in the quarter. LaMarcus Aldridge finished with nine points in the quarter. DeMar DeRozan finished with seven points, something like that in the quarter. Patty Mills had six, two big threes. Um, Bellinelli sprinkled in a three. Bertans as well. And Forbes had a nice lane uh, drive to the basket. Now, that was a intense series between Kyrie Irving and Derek White. They went at it for a good, you know, three four minutes where it was just Kyrie scored I think six straight and then um you know uh Derek White had four and with an and one to LaMarcus not and one uh and uh he dropped a dime into LaMarcus Aldridge for during that little kind of spurt that back and forth so it was it was it was good I mean Derek White took him to the hole he hit a three off a pick and roll he had a nice little um pump fake in the lane <clears throat> little dimes to LaMarcus and little dimes to uh Poto, this guy is controlling the game so that's what i'm talking about when Derek white takes over a game and his like primary option is to feed lamarcus aldridge and demar derozan can still get seven to ten point ten points in a quarter because he's just that good he can score when he wants to that becomes a deadly uh a deadly threat you know what i mean now now that's that's what I was kind of hoping with DeJounte Murray, right? But, I mean, he's not here. Derek White's doing all that stuff. So, <clears throat> it was an impressive uh, third quarter. I think we finished with 46 points or something like that. Highest point uh, total in a quarter since, like, the 90s. Um, just fantastic. You know, that's that's what we need going into this season and turning the corner into this new year getting closer to all-star break is to kind of already start correcting that ship right so we started off we started off terrible and we started getting a little bit better a little bit better throughout the seasons we stopped you know there was a point where we we're giving up the most points in the nba for like a week right and everybody was talking about it how bad we were but then a week later we had totally flipped the script and, you know, we were allowing like 120 points a game. And then two weeks later, we we're just playing a lot better on the defensive end, learning the system, trusting one another. And next thing you know, we we're giving up the fewest points in the league. It's cause it's still early and just a few games can drastically change your rankings on that stuff. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of foolish to pay a lot of attention to what's going on right now in the season It's too early to kind of dissect some of those stats. Like I said before, we were the worst on defense to the best on defense in a matter of a month, right? And around November, right? We weren't doing too hot. But then here comes December, and we're starting to figure some things out. We're starting to trust each other. We're starting to have fun playing basketball together. And that creates this team atmosphere. And then you plug in everybody everybody buying into the system. And, and when every spur buys into the system, that's when 
you start seeing just all these extra passes and and ones and we're blowing out teams and we're scoring a lot in transition where our defense is flowing and um we become pretty damn good and we become the Spurs system. And then, yeah, I guess that goes to say, you know, maybe Kawhi was a system player because we have a system here. But I, I mean, that's not, you know, that that's an argument I'll, I'll say for later. Uh, system player, it's just a ridiculous term for me. You got to be a good basketball player to be good. No matter what system you're in, no matter who's your coach, you got to be good at basketball. Um, so the Spurs are clicking. This has been a beautiful month of December. Um, this this win against the Celtics is a cherry on top to a great month. And now we we got to take this uh, momentum going into into uh, the new year. And you know I want to talk a little bit about the high low game. Jesus Christ, man! The Spurs high low game is sick. You put you put Lamarcus in on that and the on the bottom spot right and high low, and you can put anyone on the top spot. It was Pau Gasol, right? We we're gonna do a lot of big, uh, big high-low action. And then Demar Derozan's such a good passer; he can feed uh, Lamarcus Aldridge the ball in that spot. Derek White can get him the ball in that spot. So our high, our high-low game is working really well. Um, and then Demar Derozan is able to score whenever he wants. I mean, he's averaging 23, 24 points a game. The guy's a madman. All right, so halfway into that third quarter. Um, the Spurs scored uh, 18 points in about seven minutes, right? And that was that lineup I was talking about earlier. They had the high-low going. Um, Derek White was was just having an out-of-body experience where he's like, hey, I need to get my 2K ranking up, <laughs> and so let me go at Kyrie. This might be my only chance, you know, to put uh, the developers on, not- on notice. Um, so that was that was that was going fun. Actually, actually, I think it wasn't just Derek White going at Kyrie. I think it was probably Pop. Like he's like seeing that Kyrie is exerting all this energy on the offensive end because there was a point where Kyrie scored uh, six points in a row, and I think he had eight points like in a span of maybe like four minutes, right? And um, so he was putting a lot of energy there. So I kind of felt like. The Spurs were like, all right, because we ran a few sets for Derek White. It's not like Derek White just shake, shook and ba- shook, uh, you know, broke his ankles and got to the rim every time, a little shake and bake. No, um, we were running sets for Derek White, which means that we we're trying to target um, Kyrie and really make him work on the defensive end. And he he got gassed there, and he I think he set out the second half of the of the of the quarter. I think he also bumped his knee once or twice, and so he had to sit down. But we went at him when he was in there. And Derek White, you know, took the challenge. And he actually did did really well. All right, so that's a big win for us. I can't wait to see kind of what this momentum. I'm not saying we're going to win every game now by 20 points. No, but we're starting to play good basketball. And right before we get to the the All-Star break, but more importantly, the rodeo road trip. And if we can have some type of flow and continuity going into that road trip and then just be able to learn from our challenges that lie in front of us on that thing um we should be able to come out the other side all right hey and let's just not forget that rudy gay didn't even play in this game rudy gay has probably been one of our best players all season and he wasn't even there and we did the celtics like that so Kawhi is coming back 
He's gonna be in San Antonio. Do y'all know where he's staying at? <laughs> no, I just don't. Hey, leave leave the guy alone. Don't give him a hard time if you see him on the street or whatever. Give the guy a break. Um, this is a, this is a moment we've been waiting for, speculating about for a good while now, and it's here. Um, Kawhi is back. Um, I'm very interested to see how that goes, and not only is Kawhi back, but Danny Green is back as well. Um, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I feel about it and about how the general public feels about it and how what's probably going to happen, uh, tomorrow night at the AT&T center when Kawhi is on the floor. Kawhi is in the AT&T center. He's just not playing for the Spurs and that's just weird, man. We thought he was the chosen one. And it's still bummed. I'm still hurt. Everybody's still hurt. I think, you know, we're San Antonio. We, 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 we love our players. And, and you know, we never, we've never had a situation like this where a player actually wants to leave the organization. And it's usually, you know, us trading away players or dealing players or whatever. And, you know, so we're not used to this. So, to me, it hurts a little bit. And if I was there at the AT&T Center, I'd probably give him a standing ovation. I'd clap for him. I love what he did for us. I, he was our MVP in 2014. He's he was one of our best players. He carried us for a season or two, and he just it just couldn't work. We just couldn't make it work with him and Lamarcus Aldridge and his injury and and Uncle Dennis. We just couldn't. It was too. There's too many cooks in the kitchen, and it just did not work. I guess. Um, but it hurts to see him, you know, back here, and he's going to be in a Toronto Raptors jersey. That does hurt me a little bit. I was invested in in Kawhi. I. I I was invested in him. You know, I, I thought he was going to carry us, so we all did, and into the into the future. And uh, to see him, you know, see it go down like that was it, it leaves a, a pain in my stomach that's probably never going to go away. Right? Um, but I respect him. I wish him all the best. I want him to do well. Um, I, I I don't think it was personal. I think that whole thing that went down had. To, it was between him and the organization, him and Pop, him and the the trainers, him and the doctors, him and the coaching staff, and then it, and then it leaked out into everything that it became. So, you know, I I, I hate that he's gone. I I think Demar Derozan was was a great trade by us to actually swap for a, another budding superstar. Uh, that's that's great, you know, versus draft picks, young talent, or whatever. Because we're in a state right now where Lamarcus Aldridge. Can't, we're not going to rebuild around Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, we don't want draft picks. We don't want young talent. We want superstar proven commodities. We got one in DeMar DeRozan. Um, so Danny Green's going to get a standing ovation. I believe that. They're going to go wild for Danny Green. And you're going to get a lot of boos for Kawhi. Kawhi's going to come out. You're going to get a lot of boos. You're going to see a lot of sta- a lot of uh, uh, posters probably saying, where's Uncle Dennis, you know, or whatever. You know, it's going to be pretty dirty i I don't think it's going to be as dirty as cleveland and lebron the first time he went back um because san antonio we have more class i would love to see Kawhi get a standing ovation just to just to show the class that i always talk about the san antonio spurs has the fans do yeah we're rowdy in a game just like anyone else and we're cheering on and we're talking smack and doing all this stuff like that but at the end of the day we're, we're we are a respectful group a respectful bunch, I would like to say, up there in the AT&T Center. Um, so, as much as I would like to see him get a round of applause, I don't think he will. Oh, man, but it's going to be a rough game. 
you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of a lot of um fan emotion throughout and he came out on espn and uh i think he's he's gonna play he said he is he looks he thinks it's gonna be a fun it's gonna a fun game that it's gonna get him better and we'll see i don't know i don't know um it's gonna be hard to watch but you know everybody's gonna watch it because it is also DeMar DeRozan going up against his old team. But no one wants to talk about that because there's no drama there besides, you know, DeMar being hurt and his feelings hurt. The drama is on our side of the table. Ugh. Anyways, <clears throat> go Spurs, go. That's all I have to say about that. Well, I there's something else I want to talk about. You guys have a chance, yeah? Do we have time? We got time for yeah, we got time for a little bit more. Okay, cool. Hey, guess who we're getting back? Pau Gasol and Lonnie Walker. What? <laughs> after all this, after the, after all the continuity that 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 we've built throughout this season, we're getting two pieces that are really gonna help us, and that's gonna be huge. Pau Gasol has, I think, his injury has kind of moved him to the coming off the bench. I, I don't see him really being inserted back into the starting lineup the way I did Derek White, maybe when he got hurt. Um, but Pogosol is definitely going to help us. His IQ is very high. He's, he's, he's a veteran. He's, he can get LaMarcus Aldridge to the ball. Um, his, his jumpers, you know, still pretty effective. Uh, and his defense around the rim is, is what's going to help us the most. Honestly, he's a smart defender. He's not really athletic like Potal, and he's not going to jump and pin a shot off the backboard. But he's going to be able to disrupt things on the defensive side of the ball. And, and that's that's where I think he's going to help us as well. And then Lonnie Walker is going to come in eventually, hopefully at some point. He's going to start earning a little bit of minutes um, so we can start seeing what he can do. You know, and uh, that's going to be exciting. So, and I've told y'all what my, my highest hopes would be something like he comes out and has a quality year, like, you know, maybe like a Dennis Smith Jr. just comes out and he's, he's effective. Um, cause if he can just be another threat or if he can help us on the defensive side of the ball, he's going to get more playing time. And that's, there's not a lot of playing time there, guys. There's there's just not. With Marco Bellinelli and Patty Mills and Davis Bertans, you know, sliding into the three as well. Um, it, we're, we're, we are going to have to take our time with this. He's, but I can't wait to see him actually just get on the floor and hit a jumper or hit a layup or do something. Get a steal. Just make them. I just want to see that hair out there moving, baby. So hopefully that's soon. Um, that's all we got for today. It was kind of a long-winded episode, but comment, subscribe, let me know what you guys think. appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Bye.